Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to And She Shall Be Called Woman. I am your host for the hour, Rev K, and I'm so excited that we have a guest for this day. We are going to be talking to elect lady prophetess LaShonda Linares out of Hesperia, California. And before we get started, I'm just going to read a scripture for us and pray, and then we're going to bring her on. Amen. I'm going to be reading from Proverbs 31, starting at verse number 10. And you probably know this text. It's a familiar text to all women. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far more above rubies. The heart of her husband does safely trust in her, so that she shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax, and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant's ship. She bringeth forth her food from afar. She rises also while it is yet night, and giveth meat to her household and portions to her maiden. She considers a field and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands she planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands to spindle, and her hands hold the distaff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor, yea, she reaches forth to her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the, of the snow for her household, for all of her households are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself covering of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen and selleth it and delivereth girdles unto merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in the time of come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue the, is the law of the kindness. She looketh well to those ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her all the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. God, we thank you for another opportunity to come before your presence on this day. Lord God, as we go into our interview with your daughter, Father God, Prophetess Lenaris, we ask, Lord God, that you would cover her wherever she is right now, Lord God. Cover her mind, her heart, her household, her husband, Lord God. And we thank you for this opportunity just to share a few moments with your daughter, Father God, learning about her ministry and the things that you have in store for her and those things that are yet to come. Touch every woman, every man that is listening right now under the sound of my voice. Bless them and keep them in Jesus' name. Amen. Prophetess Lenaris, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you doing this Saturday afternoon? I'm doing well. We're actually on a vacation, so I'm excited about that. Oh, that's wonderful, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. You know, I wanted to bring you on. I was so excited about scheduling an interview with you, you know, as a friend and a follower of your Facebook page and the things that I've seen you do in ministry. I couldn't wait to hear you for myself and for others to hear the, some of the things that God not only has done, but is doing in your life. So if you want to start off and just introduce yourself to the live audience. 
come, yes. I'm honored, actually, I'm, I'm with, even though we're friends, I'm just honored to um, be able to have the privilege to do this. Um, my name is LaShonda Lamaris, and we have a ministry in the city of Superior, California, um, under the leadership of my husband, Apostle James Lamaris. Our church is called World Jubilee Apostolic International Ministries, and I serve on the long side of my husband. I have a women's ministry. In um, the city of Asperia, it's called Hugs. It's helping us grow spiritually. And I just recapped the, um, the vision to the ministry because there's not, you know, a lot of women, they're not safe. So I wanted to also be able to grasp the women on the outside. So I put um, an ad lib on it where it's called Helping Us Grow Strong. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a mother um, of six biologically, and we just, um, we're going in the notation to adopt my nephew so now we have seven children Amen. i've been having him since he was uh, um five months and recently i just um were certified for my domestic violence certification and then just yesterday i was just sworn in for the um city of san bernardino county as a court appointed officer to help children that are in foster care that is amazing that is wonderful, uh, Prophetess. You know, um, some of the things that you mentioned, and as I was reading in your bio, that kind of struck and uh, captured my attention is all of the things that you're doing in the community there in Hesperia um, throughout California. And it's an honor to see not just six biological, but then that you're reaching out and adopting your nephew. That's a blessing. I commend you. Hats off to you. And that's why I wanted to start with that scripture, because there were so many things in your bio that stood out um, that spoke about a woman who is virtuous. Um, yeah. And it just led me to to read that scripture, because that that is something that is descriptive in, in some of the things that you have done. But I know you haven't been saved all your life like me. So I want to just oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just know uh, and I want you to just kind of tell the people a little bit about, you know, what brought you to the Lord um, to begin with. Um, well, to be honest. No, I was not saved all my life. Um, you know, I had, I came from a church background where, you know, I did know better, but I didn't do better. Mm. And what truly brought me to the Lord, to be honest with my daughter, my daughter ended up getting really sick um, in 2017. And um, we didn't know what happened to her. And at that time, I wasn't even married to my current husband now, mm-hmm. um, which I have my five children by. But my daughter, she got really, 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 really um, um, sick. And, you know, I was in church. I was an armor bearer at that time. But we're talking about really becoming saved, like where you really live in the lifestyle, not faking and shaking. Right. You know what I'm Because I would go to church. I would do all the things that we're supposed to do, but, you know, go behind closed doors and do other stuff. Hmm. So I'm talking about really, really got saved is when um, my daughter got sick. And um, she was near death at 17 months. They told me she had a heart condition called cardiomyopathy. Um, matter of fact, not 2017, it was 2007. Let me clear that. Mm-hmm. 2007. And um, she was um, diagnosed with um, cardiomyopathy. And they came in and told me and my, um, my former husband that my daughter was not going to make it. And so oh I began to pray out into the Lord. And even at that time that I was going to church, I really didn't believe God hmm. because I seen like 
like I didn't know him personally for myself. So I didn't like take it like as if he was real. You understand what I'm saying? Like right. I'm just keeping it for me, where I began to know who God was is when I got on my knees and I said, If you are real and if this if this is who you are, I want you to go and prove the doctors who you are my and you God. go back in that point and you save my daughter. And probably like within like the next two, three hours, hmm. the doctors tend to come back and tell me a different story. Wow. And so at a particular time, I began to really, really want to know who God was. And then when I went to church, I went to church for the right reasons because yes. I knew at that moment if a, if a doctor can come in and tell me she wasn't going to make it. And I got on my knees because hmm. at that time, yeah, flatline. So God. at that time when, when God brought her back, I knew that I told him, I said, if you do this, I will serve you all the days of my life. And wow. this is exactly why I live my life through his word, due to the fact because I owe him and he and he proved to me who he was. My God, that is so powerful. I've never heard that testimony from you before. And it just is amazing that, you know, the way you spoke about uh, how you said, God, prove it, prove it. This is really who you are. You go back and 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 deal with this situation and, and make them come out with a different report and how God yes. went in and, you know, and, and did that. And, you know, I was preaching last night at uh, one of the local churches here and we were talking about faith. Their, their scripture was Hebrews 11 and 1 and God was showing the women there about faith and hope, how some people believe that God can do it, but don't expect him to do it. So I love that you expected God to stick to his word, that you called him on his word, you prayed his word, and then he proved his word to you to be true. So that is a beautiful testimony. And thank God. How old is your daughter now? She's 13. Look at God. (laughs) Amen. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. But you're not without trouble in, in, in some of the things that you had to overcome. I know that you are overcomer. Um, and is there anything that you want to share with some of the women out there? Uh, because I know that your your ministry's uh, helping us grow spiritually and stronger now that you've added to it. Yeah. Some of the things that you had to overcome to help yourself first to grow spiritually and to grow stronger. Do you want to share any of your personal testimonies, what God has done um, for you, bringing you out of situations? Yes, um, speaking of ministry, I thought it was really um, ironic how God gave it to me because he, he gave it to me a hug. And just because I've, I've been a woman being battered, I used to feel like people to hug me. And mm. so when God gave that to me, I, I thought it was like so funny. I was like, oh, God, hug. Like, what does that mean to me personally? And just, you know, sometimes when you're going through different circumstances, you just really need that hug. Sometimes people don't like people to hug them because yes. they've been so beaten, they've been so abused, you know, they've just been through so many different things, but a hug can take you a long way, wow. you know what I mean, versus not even just being spiritual, but you can just get a hug from somebody, and it can take a little bit of the pain away, yes. and you know, I've, I've overcome domestic violence, I was also molested at a very young age, mm-hmm. where I kept that from my mother for so many years, you know, I just dealt with so many things, even the rejection, uh, you know, just like my dad being absent, you know, him being there sometimes, but not, and um, just just going through bad relationships that was looking for that father figure in my life, mm. and so um, just to be a, a, a overcomer of even drinking, you know, just drinking excessively, like my waking God. up being a functional alcoholic, 
um, mental illness, depression. Mm. I felt like depression was so bad where I was like walking around being a functional depression, like not even not knowing. You know how you are like in a true denial. You're like, nah, right. you know, I'm not going through the because you just think that you're okay, right. but you're not okay waking up early in the morning, and the first thing before you, like, even brush your teeth, like, you just got a drink, you know, right, you're like, right. fuck out, I'm and so I just thank God that, you know, he delivered me from those things, but it was not overnight, you know, My a God. lot of people say, oh, I got delivered overnight, you know, praise God that that was your, your story, but that wasn't my story, hmm. a lot of things in between me becoming saved, even when God did it for me, for my daughter, I did backtrack, you know, son, and then, um, I met my husband, and I, I served in this ministry, and we were best friends. And I just believe, like, being under his leadership mm-hmm. and knowing the man of God that he was and just to see how uprightly he and how his mom was, like his mom was a, uh, one of the mothers of the church. Mm-hmm. And she was, it was amazing because my mom actually brought me to this church. So I just thank God for my mom. Because my mom, if I would have never came to church, I probably would have never married my awesome, amazing husband. Wow, wow. And so I just think God that, um, you know, God delivered me, uh, you know, all of, like, because I was a very bad alcoholic. And now that I think about it, like, when you ask me that question, I never really thought about how bad uh, the alcohol that I used to consume because it used to be like a daily drink for me, like if, as if I was drinking water. Wow. I never realized until you asked me right now what was my addiction. Because if someone asked me, like, oh, I didn't have an addiction, but hmm. yeah, I had a very bad alcohol addiction where it was like if I was drinking water. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful that you even shared you know, your heart in, in, in the things that God has brought you out of, because there are a lot of women out there that feels discounted or feel like just because they've made mistakes or they've, you know, operated in, in different sins that God won't still use them. And it's amazing how God, uh, sculpted and, and created handcrafted really your ministry of hugs, even after the, the obstacles that you had to overcome, the abusive relationship, you know, that's physical where people are putting your hands on you and, and the molestation is a physical, unwanted aggression, t- uh, touch, rape, you know, and then depression, abusiveness. But then he gives you a, a ministry called hugs where you have to reach out and yeah. touch others. It's God is so amazing in how he structures things and does things. And I'm quite sure you were uh, looking at it like, oh, you know, uh uh-uh. uh after all I've been through you know why hugs yeah. why you know and 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 that just goes to show when God does it that's why it's able to prosper because he uses what you've gone through in order to yeah. bring you right back around to do the way that it's supposed to have been done now you can reach for women that have been broken and hurting and nurture and you know that's why you do as your bio says serve as this spiritual mother you know to so many different yeah. women to nurture them I love that you shared that testimony because a lot of people won't they won't share the truth and i think uh prophet is that's where a lot of women can heal because they don't really they're not transparent enough to say i used to be you know an alcoholic or i used to struggle in this particular sin or i was molested or i was raped and you know keeping it a secret doesn't help the other woman when she's going through that same 
you know, darkness. So thank you for just sharing that depth of, you know, what you have overcome. And I'm so glad that you're on this side of it to minister to other women's and, you know, God is placing you in a position where you can show them the way out because you've been there, you've been in, you know, on, you've been on the other side, you know what it feels like, you know what it, you know, how it messes with your mind, the depression, but now you can minister women out of their dark situation. So bless you, woman of God, for just yes. hanging in there, you know, uh, during, because you could have gave up, you think about it, all that you've listed that yes. you've gone through, thank God. What What do you think was the the pivotal point that kept you, you know, after being molested, after being raped, after going through depression and, and, and abuse, what was it that really kept you alive to say, I got to press on? To be honest, my children, mm. I, I mean, I had to press forward for them, even though I went through so many different things. I just wanted to be a great mother. You know, I wanted to always be that, that mother figure that I can show them, like, you know, even though I went through all this stuff that I've been through, mm -hmm. that I can still be strong and I can be nurturing, I can be loving and I can be there for them, you know, because even though that I've been through so much stuff, a lot of people, I've talked to a lot of women, you know, some of them are not loving, some of them are not nurturing and they badger themselves. My but God. that's not their fault. It's because they had a glimpse. You know what I mean? Right. They've been through something. And even, you know, even in, during the time of my um, my young days, I, you know, I was out there drinking and dancing and, you know, all that. And a lot of people, like you said, a lot of people don't want to keep it real. They don't, you know, they come into church. They act like everything is all dancing. Right. And that's one of the things I let our ministry, you know, know, like, hey, your first lady used to be this and she used to be that. And I've never pro um, proclaimed to ever be perfect because I've made a lot of mistakes. But I thank God for my mistakes because it's making me to be the woman that I am today yes. to stand strong to say, look, you know what? I'm a woman of God. You know, I might not look like everybody else, but I, I kind of like want to know what everybody else look like. Huh. You know, we got curly hair. You may have curly hair. Right. You might have green eyes. I might have brown eyes. We are all the same, but we just have a different testimony. Yes. And so I just want to even make that disclaimer. Just because a woman of God don't look like you. Come on. Don't mean that she's not anointed or she has not had a testimony where she can't be used by God. Hallelujah. And that's one of my things, too. That I used to think that, you know, why would I want to use me? You know, I'm all, like, you know, abused and I'm all messed up and jacked up. Hmm. And I, I just did all these things that's not even pleasing to him. You know, oh I God. think to him. But when God, he renews you and he restores you and he shows you his love and yes. his covering. And, and you, you get to know him for yourself. He loves on you like no man can ever love on My you. My God. And, and, and the, the, the great thing about that is I had to know who God was, and I had to love on him and stop loving on man. And hmm. that's another thing that really um, grasped me because I didn't love myself. I thought I did. Mm -hmm. And then I thought I loved a man, but you can never love a man. I'm telling you guys just listening. You can never love a man like you love God. My God. And, and the way he loves on you I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a glow, like this glow that I have mm -hmm. um, for the Lord. And, and and the thing is, I used to be a contentious woman, mm -hmm. a woman who just, just want to be all in control, tear my house down, mm -hmm. you know, cussing and fussing and fighting and 
I mean, Jesus, when hmm. I think about how crazy I used to be, I thank God for saving me. Thank and you, I thank Lord. God that even through all the things that I've been through, that I'm a submissive woman. And, hmm. I, and I love my husband, and I have to say that. My husband, he literally changed my world. Because when I came to his church, I came with demonic spirit. My because God. Because when you know you've been a woman who have been abused, Mm-hmm. And and he, you, you got those demonic demons, or you got rejection, you got bitterness. Right. I have to make myself clear because a lot of people, when they they think about demonic, because we are a deliverance ministry, mm-hmm. so we see a lot of things, and a lot of people come to us um, very, very, very broken. Mm-hmm. And you know, you could be broken from a lot of different things. It it doesn't just have to be domestic violence. It could be where your dad. Um, and your mom, they separated, and you're still 35 years old, 40-something years old, and you still haven't got over that. Right. You know, those things hurt. Or your, or your dad passed away. You know, it's a lot of things that you can get spirits on, and, and they come because of certain traumas that happen in your life. Right. But I just thank God for my husband because what, what I was dead, but he saw something beautiful. Wow. What I didn't see in myself, he saw. And I thank God that he looked at me in a way where it was from God and mm-hmm. he didn't look at me from my, my outer beauty, but he saw what was inside yes, of me. Glory. And what he did was he began to pour into me mm-hmm. and he brought the best out of me, but not God. by himself. He had to use the word of God. He didn't press upon me. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that I've never had ever got in my life. It was always, you sleep with this guy. You owe him something. Right. He didn't want nothing from me, but for me to know God. And the thing about what really got me about him and what really brought me so close to God was he always wanted to read the word of God. And Mm. if I didn't understand it, he would take the time for me to understand it. Like, okay, well, let's go over this. Wow. And then another thing, I was in a broken relationship, and instead of him saying, hey, go over here with me, he was still praying and laboring for me and my um my ex-husband and I just thought it was an amazing um, to see a man in that aspect, not trying to get in my pants, right. but he was trying to build me so I could be better. Right. And that's what made me like just um, just look at life and so like I started to see the value in who I was because I wow. never knew that I was valued like that. I just felt like a price tag was always on my head. Mm-hmm. But the price that I had to pay for Christ was my more God. important than man. Say that. And so that's how I kind of like explain it. When you value who you are, like you can't put no taxes or no money on that because it's like the price you need to pray for God and not for man, you know? Yes. Prophetess, you are fire right now. You you have my heart just <laughs> wide open hearing so all the things that you're sharing. I love the story about how, how your husband saw, your now husband saw what was on the inside of you and ministered to that. You know, the value let allow you to see the value and what he saw in you, you began to become. And that is so beautiful. And the fact that you guys do sit and read, you know, and, and it reminds me of the Old Testament scriptures where the husbands, used to teach the wives from the Bible and and if they didn't understand anything they explained it and I think a lot of people take that those scriptures out of context because they believe that women aren't supposed to be preachers or pastors or you know used in the house of God they're supposed to sit and learn under their husband that because it is a living word that is still true in effect when it comes to if there's something that you don't understand that the man of God should be well versed in the word that he can explain and open up the word to you but also lead you in 
in the word. Like you said, he, he yes. brought you Christ. He brought you the word of Christ and he wasn't trying to get in your pants. He wasn't trying to, you know, date you and swindle you out of something, but he was trying to pour something into you because he saw the potential. And, and, and I love that because a lot of times they're not looking on the inside. They're looking at the outer. And, and so then the mind begins to wonder what they can do with the outer body instead of looking on the inside and seeing a woman in the spirit and pouring into that need and that necessity for her to become all that God needed you to be. So I thank you for sharing that. And, you know, we, we love apostle, uh, James, we love Apostle Linares and and we just thank God for him and for the vision that God has given him, not just for the ministry, but for his wife, you know, and for the children and and all that are underneath that toolage of your of your household. I know that you said this, um, that 2007 was when your daughter went through. Is that the correct date back in 2007? Yes. Okay. And then 10 years later, because I'm looking at your bio, you were ordained a minister, right? In 2000. Yes, okay. Yes. Tell, and I saw your, you know, I want to post that video. I think it's on YouTube still, right? Yeah. I want to post that on my page today because I remember when I first looked at that video a few years back when we first met, I felt like I was there. Tell me how it felt yeah. to go from what you have gone through to that moment where God allowed your husband to lay hands on you and ordain you into this ministry. That was like an amazing moment because we had went through so much before because mm-hmm. I was ordained and then we found out like some things were like where it wasn't right. So then we prepared for, you know, our bishop, um, Bishop um, Keith L. Curry had came out and then he got with my husband and he was like, yeah, you know, Apostle, we're going to do it today. And when we did it, um, it was in front of everyone. And wow. so it just was like that day, it was, I was holding on to something um, with another leader. And when she came there and she apologized to me, my God, I was able to really birth actually my women's ministry because See. I wasn't able to burst it until I let go of my bitterness towards her. My God. So when she apologized to me that day, God burst the ministry out and Hmm. then when i got ordained i was able to be free because how can you allow the man of god to lay hands on you come on and you still have um unforgiveness you know and that was very important for me that she did that because if she did not come I was, no one knew that I was going to deny my hmm. ministerial ordination because I'm very clear with God. I, you know, back in the days, I was a sinner and I did it well and I hmm. did it at 100%. Yes. So if I'm going to come over here and serve God, especially Lady LaFerre, for what he has done for me with my daughter by bringing her back, I'm not going to be you, playing games. I'm going to serve him to the ultimate, and I'm going to serve him with holy, clean hands yes. because I know what it's like to have bloody hands. So when he laid his hands upon me, I felt I felt God. Hmm. It was like as if he was there, and that's why that day for me was so real because I was reborn. My Even God. though he burst out hugs, but I was reborn. Yes. I was reborn as a brand-new woman. And I was cleansed from all my sins. Yes, so that glory day, to God. I, I felt it was like as if nobody else was there and just God. 
Hmm. And it was like he, he appeared before me. And I was like, God, now, now I'm ready. Huh. That's, Thank that's you, God. what it felt like for me. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. And I know when I first watched that video, I was so tuned in. It's, it, you know, because this word is a living word and because just what you're saying even right now, that it felt like it was just you and God. When you see the video, uh, you can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit through the video. You can feel the power of God through the video. It was so anointed. And I'm glad glad that you're sharing that part of it because, you know, a lot of people need to understand that if they are not in the right place, that it's okay to say, no, don't use me yet. Give me some time. Let me sit out. Let me sit under the word or, you know, don't lay hands on me yet. I'm not ready because I'm still holding on to bitterness, but people are trying so hard to make their name great, you know, that they'll just do anything for a title and recognition. So I'm glad that you were able to share, you know, candidly about, what you were planning to do and, and, and how God had already had that under control by sending the lady there for you to release that bitterness and that unforgiveness toward her so that he can use you and, and give you your re- rebirth and birth out hugs all at the, you, the twins on that day. <laughs> it's like amazing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it was twin. And I'm glad you said that because women need to hear and not just women, men, people of God need to hear that. If you know that you are not in the right standing and in the right place, when it comes to your heart, that this is not something to play with, that you can only serve God and, and, and worship God in spirit and in truth. And you can't serve him in truth, living a lie. You can't, you know, you don't want no one to lay hands on you suddenly and you know that you got some things that you still need to you know for God to work out so I'm glad that you shared that this is like an amazing interview because I know that there are some people that need to hear exactly what you're saying um because especially now with the churches, how, how things are, so many people are rising up so quickly and so suddenly mm-hmm. it's almost questionable who laid their hands on you because you see there, like you said, when you was in a world and I know, cause I was in a world, I wasn't saved all my life. Yes. And when I was sinning, I was sinning real good. I was drinking, I was smoking, I was clubbing, I was fornicating, committing adultery. I was doing right. everything. But when God arrested me and brought me into this ministry as his prisoner of the gospel, it all, everything else had to cease and so I'm glad you're sharing that because people need to understand this ain't nothing to play with heaven is real but so is hell you know and this is not the time where you you know look so forward to titles and accolades to where you just want to serve God in your mess like that you know you you want God to cleanse you up but the only way that he can do it is by you being honest with him so it's because your heart was in the right place to even say I'm gonna deny this today that God said the devil is a lie you getting this you birthed in this ministry and I'm giving you a new a new connection to me that day so I thank God for your obedience to just stand you know and for your husband and your bishop to come through you know on your behalf and I see also that you you've gone to school you you have your associate's degree in the biblical studies at North Carolina College of Theology you got that in the same year 2017 (laughs) how was that experience that was awesome because I was able to do that um, with my husband and with one of my spiritual daughters. And I did that with my spiritual father um, through his college in North Carolina. So if anyone's looking to do that, they can go on his page. is Apostle Keith K. Curry, and he has biblical um, college in North Carolina, and you can do those classes online. Amazing. But I was excited to do that because it gave me more insight of the Word of God. 
not just, you know, like, oh, I just got a degree. Like, we went through some intensive training and right. learning, and it was just an awesome, phenomenal schooling for me. I wanted to continue, but I didn't. I, I started a new job, but I'm not going to stop. I'm going to actually enroll next year for some more courses. But mm-hmm. I thought that that was just an amazing thing to have those things behind me as well. And then after that, I just kept going on and on and on with different um, things to, you know, just add to my life and as, as well as add to the vacation of, you know, the yes. different things that I had in my women's ministry. Amen. And then you also in 2018, High Desert Community, you received the activist, uh, the Community Activist Award. You were the recipient for that? Yeah, that was like amazing. I didn't even know that they were nominating me for that. So when they told me, I was just like, wow. And they told me like just how that they were watching me and, you know, they saw all the things that I was doing in the community for um, our church and just the different things going out to meet the different people. And then even, I believe in that same year, another woman of God, um, Apostle Anita Scott, she awarded me. It was the Woman All That Award. Wow. And so I just was, you know, when I do things, I just do things unto the Lord. I didn't, I don't even know that people are watching me to the point to the, where they want to nominate me. I just wow. thank God even for nominations. But I just do everything unto the Lord. I'm not really doing nothing for man. I just, I owe him so much that, hmm. like, I would, I know that when I die, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in his bosom. I know, because I'm, I know, I'm that's just right. doing it unto him. I'm just a servant. I, I, I'm, I'm serving God with all my might. And so those were just, like, awesome awards that I received. And I just was honored to even just be able that somebody thought, you know, highly of me to even give it to me so i appreciate it amen and what about the presidential lifetime achievement award that you received from president barack (laughs) president (laughs) barack obama now that award i think like out of all the awards that i received like i thought that award was like really like like that was like the (laughs) bomb.com yes ma'am that award was given from a from Obama, so um, I just was like, like, wait, wait, this is, now this right here, this just takes the cake. Yes. But I just thank God for that award as well, because my husband, he got that award with me. So I was, wow. like, I was just telling my husband, I was like, when I think about everything that I've been through and everything that I've accomplished, I thank God and say, look, I'm worthy. You know, and that's mm. another thing that I do want to tell women, like, no matter what you've been through, you can always get through because God has you and he will get you to the other side. Like you can yes. go back to school. You can go back and get your high school diploma, even if you dropped out of school, yes. even if you had a baby, even if you've been molested, no matter what it is, that situation that you had to go through, that's a testimony and God would use you phenomenally. Yes, yes. And you know, when I first came to the gospel, I kind of like feel like I didn't fit in and I just didn't get it. Because, you know, a lot of people, they kind of treated me different because I have, like, a lot of tattoos. Mm-hmm. And for a long mm. time in church, I became depressed. 
But when I began to understand why God had me, where he had me, and what I needed to do and what my assignment was, then I was able to be effective with my tattoos because my it's not about what's on your body, it's what's on the outside, I mean, on the inside. Right. And the outside is just the shell that you're able to draw the prostitute, you're able to draw the pimp. Hmm. Because my ministry is just not geared to women, but it's also for the men as well. Amen. So I'm like, I'm, I'm doing a lot of things, even um, I'm gearing some things through our hug ministry with my husband where now we're going to have an ad lib for the youth, for the guys. Wow. And so it's just a lot of things that we're working on because our youth, they're like in this time, in this age, you know, gangs are just like literally getting them because they're, you know, perpetrating that they're their friends. Right. And, you know, the facade, you know, everybody, you know, they're fighting for a title, like you said. They're yes. fighting about who church is bigger. But at the end hmm. of the day, God, we're one God and one kingdom. And while we're sitting in the church fighting, the enemy, they're together. They're standing yes. together. They're yes. dividing together. They're destroying together. Wow. When the church is coming up against one another while our children are lost and our, kids, our women on the street selling their body. And so my thing is, I'm not looking for a title. I'm looking to be a servant to help the lost woman or the lost man out there. And that's all I want to be known for, that when I leave here, I want my work to be done, not undone. Because mm. while I'm here, I need to have something that I'm doing where it's kingdom and it's not LaShonda. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not titled where people have to call me prophetess LaShonda, evangelist LaShonda. Right. Are the that God has gifted for me, but my name is LaShonda. That's what my mom made me. So I don't get mad about that. And I get excited when I know that I have empowered and impacted somebody's life where my testimony can be real for them because I'm telling the truth. Mm -hmm. That's it right there. That's amazing. That's amazing, prophetess. I'm going to say prophetess because that's what I'm saying right now. But, or <laughs> sis or whatever God let flow out of my mouth. But that's amazing. Yes, yeah. I'm so excited for yes, you yeah. and for the thing. And, that, you know, it's a very unique observation of the church. I like what you said about, you know, while the churches are divided and coming against each other about who has the biggest churches fighting over titles, seats, and everything else, then you have the world coming together, you know, connected and working together in devices and division, you know, and, and, and that's yeah. what we don't see while we are, you know, so comfortably sitting behind the walls of the church. We don't see how the outside uh, world has functioned collectively together with one accord and the church is beefing, you know, and, and so there, there's been a shift there too, but I know that because of the works of the kingdom and, and the, the God that we serve, that we have the ability and the authority to stand and take back those things and take his children back. And like you said, the, the young boys that are out there connecting with gangs and because the gangs are becoming like family and churches are becoming like enemies, you know, it's, it's, it's mm -hmm. easy for, for people to go out into the world and feel accepted because they're rejected in the household of faith. And so, you know, that's a difficult task, but it's a it's a beautiful observation that you've explained and and I'm glad for that. And let me just cover a couple things that I uh, I see that you have here. You you've been a faithful pillar in ministry for 9 years. You've never missed Bible study or Sunday service? Never until just <laughs> Recently, oh, let me Lord. tell you why. I was like, no, 
Okay, so I missed Bible study. Um, it was was it once or twice? It was just twice because I was um, actually admitted in the hospital okay. because um, I was just facing a stroke just recently because I was under tremendous stress. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's just the reason why. And then just last, it was two Sundays ago. Only reason I missed it is because I was in my, um, my training. So I was begging them. I was like, oh, you guys, like, hey, I'm a first lady. I can't miss it. And she was like, LaShonda. It doesn't matter. <laughs> she was like, she was like, um, you know what? I can let you do. I can let you watch it from your phone. And I was like, it's just not the same. Right. Was like, well, it got to be the same today. But yes, I've never missed it until those particular time. I'm very faithful in my ministry. I, hmm. I care about the people that we shepherd. Um, I mean, yes. I even care about people I don't shepherd. Yes. You know, I don't care who it is. If you call me at two, three o'clock in the morning, that's just me. I'm just the person I go on and beyond for somebody because when um i was in the world i had a bishop and he went beyond and beyond for me and that was bishop um, um amita reed mm -hmm. and joseph reed you know those they were there for me and my daughter and that's another man and woman of god who poured into me when i mean i was broken and even though i would come to church you know because i had to tell this testimony see i used to come to church drunk Hmm. And they didn't bother come me. On. The word of God used to convict me. Yes. And I never had nobody come to church and start bothering me. Like, girl, you know you drunk. Or, girl, you know you this. But the word of God was like he was sitting in the front. And hmm. I would sit there like, oh, God. Like, oh, today I'm just going through. And it wasn't that I was trying to come to church disrespectful. Because remind you, I didn't know. I didn't, I, I didn't know the, you know, the ins and outs. The protocols, the right. People have to let people come to church the way they are. Yes. And the word of God gives Clean them, them. Yes. And convict them. And trust me, they'll be better. My so God. I just wanted to say that I have a lot of amazing people like even you who have really um, impacted my life with different things. And, you know, my mentor that I have, Lady Reed, you know, just that has impacted my life. Yes. To do some great and amazing things. And Lady Reed is local. She's in Vegas, right? No, Lady Reed, she was preaching that time with you. She's um, out in Los Angeles. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I think I met her. I met her twice. Uh, yeah, she came, she came to the event um, in Vegas. Yes. And, no, you came and supported when we came to your city in Vegas to support her. Right. Yeah, she was at, uh, I yeah. think it was um, Ministers Elliot's event that they had, the women's event. Yeah. That's when I first met her. Yeah. yeah, I remember. She's a powerful woman of God, and I, I, yes, I think I've, I've both of them her uh i've seen them on facebook and i believe she has like an intercessory uh prayer line that she does yes, as well yeah very powerful prayer, uh, ministries on mondays where people can um look for her on mondays and that's another thing i love to empower other women you know i know we're doing an interview about me but i like to give shout out yeah you, know, you guys know i'm just, i'm the woman that loves to support and her name is um uh, um barnissa reed yes um, barnissa tatterfield reed and she has where she does her intercessory prayers on monday and it's a phenomenal um prayer ministry where people if you guys want to go check that out i would really advice for you guys to do that and she goes in and she labors before the lord and she goes in and prays for everyone and even me and i thank god for that amen we'll tag her um on on our facebook pages together we'll look for her flyer because i know that she has something with that uh information for her um yes. intercessory mondays uh we'll tag that and make sure it's on either on 
well, not either. It'll be on both of our pages today. I'll tag a, a prophetess and I'll put it up today so that you guys could go out. And I love shouting out women too. That's me. I love to yeah, promote and to love on other women. It's not about me. It's all about them. You know, I love God's women. One thing that I want to cover uh, is that you're not to me, I can just say you're, you're not the visual of what, um, how should I put it? What? So, okay. You're not the visual of what people have been so used to seeing as a first lady. And I know that you explain in your bio that you still clean bathrooms, you wash walls, dust, mop. Girl, you better talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I love that because a lot of times people think that when they get into that office of a first lady, the only equipment that they're given at that time is that big old church hat, the fancy dress, and the front row. And they sit there as a first lady because mm -hmm. that is the visual that we have been given. But I like that you stand out and you are set apart i like that you stand out like a different type of a first lady or elect lady that you still get your hands dirty you still get in there and you still work and not just work in ministry but work in the bathrooms tell us prophetess tell I, us about it i'll stay in the bathroom <laughs> uh, you know you, <laughs> this is so funny because my mother's of my church because, you know, I kind of snuck and cleaned the bathroom before. I, mean, I, you know, I don't know what it is about this bathroom stuff. But to be honest, when you when you were cleaning the bathroom, God began to to speak to you. Come on, girl. And I don't know. I just, never, I just never been the type where, I mean, I do have a chair in my church, but everybody in my church will say, elect lady does not sit in that seat. I've hmm. never sat in the seat. Um, I work the media in my church. I well, clean the church. I vacuum the church. I aid my husband as if I'm still his pastor. A because I really am. Right. Um, I'm right. His honor bearer. You know, I just I don't want to be that first lady. And it's nothing wrong with people if that's what that is for them. That's true. But for me, no, I can't. I I mean, they they don't try to do everything to make me sit down, and <laughs> and I try to tell them. It's not that I don't want to sit down, because sometimes I do, but I mean, I just want to serve God. When I'm in this house, I just don't ever want to be lazy. Right. And I, I don't know. I think that people need to understand, for me, that God pulled me. Oh, I'm about to get emotional. I'm sorry, hmm. you guys. Go ahead. Hallelujah, Jesus. What God did for me was he took me from a dark place, a hmm. place where... I Thank wanted you, to commit suicide My God. because it was so dark on the outside. Hmm. It was so dark. And when he led me to his light, which is marvelous. Thank you, marvelous Lord. Light, Hallelujah. I don't want to get caught not doing his work. Jesus. So I don't have time to sit down. Yes, I'm on a vacation now because I needed this vacation. Yes. But I'm talking about when you are in his presence hmm. and in his house. Yes. You just want to work for him. Yes. You know, because it's an amazing thing, you know? And so, no, I I can't, you know, because I want to be able to, not, I mean, God didn't make me to be that first lady. I mean, when I did come in, I tried to do the hat, which they're beautiful, but they're not for me. Hmm. You know, and they, the suits, they're beautiful, but they're not for me. Right. It's just, I have to be me, maybe the first. And beautiful. the thing is, I was being everything and I, I it, it took me back into a place when I was in a world 
where I was doing everything that everybody else wanted me to do come on. and not do the will of God. So when I come to church, I come if I feel like coming just regular that day, that's what it is. That's it. If I feel like coming dressed up that day, that's just what it is. But because he's not looking on the outer, he's looking in the end. That's right. My clothes is not going to get me in heaven. Hmm. You know, I come appropriate. But it's not gonna get me. It's not gonna get me in heaven. It's it's my lifestyle. That's and right. then I want people to stop saying, "Oh, apostolic is a denomination." No, it's not. It's a lifestyle. It's hmm. a lifestyle. It's acceptable and holy unto the Lord. Yes, glory to And I live my life unto the Lord. I live my life to the Word of God. What I preach, what I teach, what I walk, what I say, and how I live is according to the will of the Lord. I don't live outside of the, the walls of our church one hmm. way and then progress something else the next day. No, That's right. you're not going to catch me doing that because guess what? I know the price that I pay. Yes. And another thing, I would never go back to Satan because if I was to go back, he will kill me. Yes, it's, hallelujah. Now. Yes, come on now. now. That's beautiful. But when you know too much, the devil, he say, oh, at that time, he had me because I didn't know Christ. Right. But because now that I know him, I could never go back because he would kill me. My so God. that's another reason why I won't go back because I know I won't even, I won't make it. You won't make it out. That's right. That's right. I agree, sister. I love your heart. I love your passion for this ministry, for you know, serving the Lord and his people, your husband and, and, you know, just your whole household of faith and, and the world Jubilee apostolic international ministries. I love it that you shared with us today. I want to know, what do you have coming up? Do you have any speaking engagements you want to shout out? Any, any things that the, the ministry is doing? I know that you have a women apparel now, right? You do have some, some um, items. Yes, I do. Okay. I have my women's apparel where we sell um, for the ministry. Um, we have hugs um, school line. We have hugs backpacks. We have hugs lipstick. You guys can mm. just go on, on my website to see all the different things that I have um, going on. Actually, I was working on some cups here. I'm just always working on something for the ministry. But we have our hugs annual um, conference which is going to be October the 5th at our ministry at 15885 Main Street in the city of Hysteria, California, 92395. And that's going to be October the 5th at 12 o'clock. We also, I have another engagement where I will be speaking at SHAB Ministries Annual Women's Prayer Breakfast. The tickets are $35, and that's going to be in um, Fullerton, and that's also on my page in my women's ministry. And that's going to be September the 7th at 10. And then we also have our own business called Butter and Oil Import, where we sell homemade um, oils. We have shea butter for those who have eczema. We have black soap, organic toothpaste. So we have another line of that as well. Wow. And do and you also, I'm going to be doing a podcast starting next month and even in the women's ministry for we're going to be awarding five women where we're going to give them an award, you know, um, for them surviving domestic violence. And throughout the month of October, I'm going wow. to be doing a lot of different interviews with women, just sharing their stories and letting people know that you can survive. That's after amazing. Something so traumatic. 
we want to make sure that we keep up with your podcast and your your things that you're doing in the community so please make sure you tag um the out of the no, it's the and she shall be called woman page. Um, we have a lot of followers on that page and also my page. I'll make sure um, to put it on my Instagram as it comes up so that we can keep, you know, a watch on the things that God is doing in your in your lives and in your ministry. You know, we I'm going to try to make it down there in October for your conference. If I can, if God willing on October the 5th, but definitely when you, when you get all that information about your podcast, please let us know so that I can tune in and hear you on, on your uh, station now ministering and teaching yes. and celebrating women. You know, I think that's what it's all about. Women building up other women um, and men too. We never want to leave them out. We, we stand behind each and every man of God that is out there laboring in the Lord. And I love that you, you know, are, are next to your, your husband you are truly a noble character a truly a servant just hearing you today taking out the time on your vacation you know to share with us your heart to pour out again and to just let us see the transparency of who you truly are in the lord we celebrate you on this day so i just want to thank you for tuning in do you have any you so last words you want to um tell the people out there you want to share anything with the, uh, we we, we go ahead everyone to be encouraged and to know that God, he will do it for you. All you have to do is surrender to him and everyone to have an awesome and wonderful day wherever you are. Amen. And if you need someone to talk to, reach out to Reverend Affair and also <laughs> to me as well. <laughs> Amen. And so uh, I'm going to ask you to do something uh, before we close out this segment for today. We want to shout out Apostle. Happy birthday to him, the man of God. Uh, we just want to wish him a oh, wonderful, yes. happy birthday. And I pray that you guys get some rest together over this uh, weekend before you get back into the house to minister, that God will minister to both of your hearts. Um, I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to ask you to pray us out this afternoon, if you don't mind. I know that you're an intercessor. You pull down all kind of strongholds and tarry in the face of the Lord. So I, we have about seven minutes left on the air, but I want to close out with some prayer. Uh, but I want you to lead us in prayer and just pray for the things that God lays on your heart, wherever he leads you to right now. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just come, Father God, to thank you, oh God. We thank you right now, Father God, for the woman of God, oh God, that Father God, she is doing this, Father God, for the women, oh God. We thank you right now, Father God, that God, you are covering us, God, with your blood, oh God. You, and Father God, we ask right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, to touch, Father God, the woman that's out there that's battered, oh God. Yes, touch Lord. the woman, oh God, that has been molested, oh God. Yes, touch Lord. the woman, Father God, that is dealing with mental issues, oh God, right yes, now, Lord. God, in the name of Jesus. We rebind every spirit Father God, that is not like you, oh God. Hallelujah. And we ask right now, Father God, that you allow her to know, Father God, that she is not forgotten, oh God. Yes, God, Lord. You are standing there, Father God, holding her hand, oh God, and allow her to know, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, not to give up, oh God, not My to God. throw in the towel, oh God, but God, in the mighty name of Jesus, allow her to know, Father God, that you can restore her, Yes, God. Lord. Allow her to know right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, that you can re-cleanse her, oh yes, God. Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
birthed her, oh God. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. God, that you can do it, oh God. Yes, Oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you right now, God, for this broadcast, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Father God, that it's touching the nations, oh God. Hallelujah. Father God, women, Father God, that they will come back to Christ, Father God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father God, the women there, Father God, that you, Father God, are being led, Father God, to be speakers on each Saturday, oh God. That they are coming, God, with a testimony, yes, oh God, Lord, yes, to Lord. testify of your goodness in your yes, presence, oh God. God. Hallelujah. Thank oh God. you, Jesus. We thank you right now, God. Thank you, in Lord. In the name of Jesus, God, that you touch each and every last person, Father God, that's right there now in the radio yes, station, God. oh yes, God. God. That's Father God, that they are in being a, a, a vessel, God, thank used you, for your glory, oh God. Yes, and Father Lord. God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now, Father God, that your hand is upon this ministry, oh God. Yes, Lord. And great things will come, Father God. They are coming right now, God. Hallelujah. That God, the doors are beginning to manifest, God. Thank that you, God, Jesus. you have called this great woman of God, God, to stand, oh God, to testify, God, Bless and to name, bring Jesus. others through. And we glorify you, God. Glory to your name, Jesus. Name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, sis. Beautiful prayer. We love you. You have a safe vacation, Amen. and I'll see you, and I'll speak to you soon. Amen. We just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the uh, anointed radio network and our show and she shall be called woman we thank god for our guest elect lady prophetess lashonda Linares. we thank god for her testimony and for all that she has gone through and overcome for the glory of god for the kingdom building and for all women that are out there we ask that you would just continue to tune in to our station. We'll make sure that you're able to listen to this uh, interview again. I'll make sure it's posted on the page. You can follow me on my Instagram at OfficialRevK or on Facebook, and she shall be called Woman, the official page, there to get more information. And for our upcoming interviews, we have some amazing women of God that will be in the studio with us this month in August, sharing some of their testimonies, their their heart, their ministry, and the things that God are doing in their lives. So we're just going to leave you with a God bless you, God keep you, and we'll see you next or speak to you next week at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on the Anointed Radio Network. God bless.
a wretch like me and by his blood I've been redeemed oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah we ran the race we kept the fight shed our blood Stormy weather, yeah, yeah. Storm and rain. Because of Christ. Because of Christ. Now we can say. Sit alone.